Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And we have some exciting stuff going on. Frank, our host today, Frank Selby, um, this is, uh, couldn't make it in the studio, but Frank is here. Yeah, I'm right here, sitting okay. next to you. <laughs> um, hey, Frank, guess what? What? Um, I was promised a box, arrived yesterday from Berkeley, and yes. it's full of very high-end fishing line. That's really good. So what, is that, uh, what does that mean? That means well, there better be a lot of people emailing us and telling us they're listening. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we've been getting this going on since we started on Sirius XM Radio. Uh, we know there's, well, they get 31 million subscribers, and there's probably a few of those listen to us. But yeah. uh, what we want to do is get an idea of who they are, where they are, and if there's anybody out there listening. So we've been digging into our treasure chest, and if anybody wants to give a uh, to send an email, let's keep it simple. Three words. Fish Talk Radio. All you have to do is, my name is John, so it's john at fishtalkradio.com. Send a quick email um, and let us know on what uh, venue, whether it's a broadcast or digital or satellite. As it, you know, that's about the only way you can find out who's out there and where they, where they are. So just send an email, and you know what I was thinking, Frank, is I said that everybody was going to get something that sent an email. So what we're going to do is for everybody is going to get something, you know, maybe 5 or $10 worth, but every fifth person will get something that's worth at least 50 bucks. That and, sounds like a great idea. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't do it... Uh, Nothing uh, will. Nothing will. Okay. So we expect to see some emails coming in this afternoon, yeah. and we appreciate uh, appreciate people out there listening, and we'd appreciate to know who you are and where you are. So just send an email. You don't have to keep it complicated. Just give us a little bit of information. Make sure you get us some contact information. That's john at fishtalkradio.com. Well, the music says we're going to have to go to work, Frank. Yeah, it sounds like it. All right. We're going to get coming up right now as we have the fishing goddess. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin Fishing Shoes and Boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine.
Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio. We have our host today is Frank Selby, a world-renowned fly-fishing angler and uh, all-around sportsman. But our special guest is, she, she really, she likes to be called Angie, but she's known as the fishing goddess. And I'm sure you can probably guess why. But uh, Angie is very much an all-around outdoors woman. And, Frank, I'll let you introduce Angie. Yeah. Angie does all kinds of hunting guiding, uh, conventional fishing, fly fishing. And she's one of the nicest people you'll ever want to talk to. She really works hard when she's got you out there. Mm -hmm. Angie, first thing would you do for me, would you tell them how they can reach you? Um, I have a a website, thefishinggoddess.com with one G. And then my email address is angie at thefishinggoddess.com. And then do you give phone numbers on the the radio? Well, you can, but nobody writes them down. But if you want to, go ahead. Yeah, 425-478-6683. Now, you can remember, you can listen to the show as many times as you want if you didn't write that down. That was uh, 425-478-6683. And uh, if you want to probably get in touch with her to find out more or let her take you out and about. Yeah, and then if you want a, like a real update, because uh, my website got taken down by GoDaddy, so I've only updated it once, but they took down like probably eight years of blogs that were pretty funny, uh, and it's going to take me, i got to sit down for like a week and put it back up, but like mm-hmm. I bought a farm, I go fishing and hunting, and this time of year I can't do anything, but uh, process meat right now. <laughs> process meat? Oh, no. Tell us about, you. when you first opened up, you said you'd just been hunting. Well, I didn't start out hunting. Oh, yeah, we but um, opening day was last Saturday, and we killed three elk. Wow. Yeah, and I got my trophy bull finally. I've shot nothing but a rag horns, which people would be like, oh, that's not bad. But the one I got now, if you go to my Facebook page, you can see it. It's He weighed over 1,000 pounds. Oh, my gosh. He tried to drag it with the tractor, and the tractor almost flipped over and shot through the heart. That was kind of fun. <laughs> There wasn't any heart to pickle, so. Well, you, you've probably got uh, some meat, and I happen to have some space in my freezer. Well, you don't want Watch to Watch it. We tried the bull meat. It tasted okay, but it was chewy, so that's going to hamburger. But, okay. But the cow my husband shot, that's nice and tasty. And yeah. Yeah, make a sausage out of it. So yeah. do we want to talk about fishing? Because um, also, yeah. when... Yeah, um, that's what I love. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of, the, one of the things I used to do in the fall is we hunt and fish out of the drift boat. So you can... Because uh-huh. you can't hunt out of a moving boat, but you can out of a drift boat because it's not motorized so you know yeah we'd sneak up on him in the morning during the fog and then we'd catch a bunch of silvers if we didn't kill anything and yeah it's pretty Mm. it's called a cast and blast so you don't have a uh, a rifle sticking out of the window of the truck then Uh, you can't do that anymore they quit doing that about 10 years ago Uh, but we do we do keep a rifle in the boat here now yeah because one time a cougar swam by, and I'm like, I really wish I had a rifle right now. Oh. <laughs> so about fishing, yeah, this time of year um, starts to wind down towards the end of November, and the only thing going on right now are coho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. if, if you caught a king right now, you wouldn't want to eat it. Oh, they're, you know, past, uh, let's put it this way, it's been a while, and they're ready to drop their babies. 
Yeah, well, there's, you know, kings are like like the biggest bell curve of fishing. They start coming in in March all the way through November. And the, the ones that come in through March and July, are, we call them springers, and you're lucky if you can land one. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they have so much fat and mm-hmm. muscle that uh, it'll take anywhere from an hour to two hours to play one wow. on a 30-pound test. Yeah. Wow. Well, the thing is, is that they spent the last couple months bulking up so they can make that long trek upstream and, uh, and drop their eggs. Yeah, well, they have to hang out till November, so that's kind of sucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I was a springer, I wouldn't want to be one. And then, uh, yeah, and then steelhead season. We have um, we used to have a really great uh, summer run hatchery program, but Washington State uh, is kind of going wild, so we pretty much dropped a lot of our hatchery programs. But we're starting to get kick them back up because we're having problems with sea lions and they're just going after everything. Oh, you know about sea lions? You guys are from California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know we, uh, you know we love animals. We love all creatures in the sea. But do you ha- do you have any idea how much uh, fish a sea lion can eat in a day? Uh, I don't know. Seventy percent of the Washington salmon runs. Oh, is that right? Yeah, seventy percent. Wow. <laughs> wow. How much can they eat in a day? That's a lot. And uh, so you know, it's kind of a mixed uh, mixed feeling. But uh, um, so you know, a lot of the the commercial fishermen they don't like them at all. And okay. I know that uh, I know they're talking about in the Columbia. They're having a big problem, and oh. they're trying to keep them you know from going upstream. Oh, dude, um, there's this uh, river I used to guide on the Kalama, and my friend was uh, fishing the canyon, which is 30 miles up from the Columbia, mm-hmm. and there was a sea yeah. line in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then I've had um, come up about 10, 10 miles upstream. Yeah, it's you see the sea lion, then you're just like, okay, let's just go might, home. Yeah, might as well get out of here. Mm-hmm. I won't but, tell you uh, what some of my friends used to do to them. No, 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 we don't want to hear that. Nah. <laughs> well, that's, that was the 80s, but anyway. So let's, uh, yeah, so steelhead fishing, you know, starts in January, and, and it's kind of like the same thing as springers. When they come in in January and February, they're coming in early. It's always usually the big bucks come in first and i kind of don't like fishing in april for steelhead because uh it's all hens uh-huh. and you got to be really careful with the hens because yeah because uh, they come in last and they're full of eggs and if they're coming in april you know if, if you play them too long you take you know you can't take them out of the water at all you just want to get it done over with because yeah. they'll start spewing the eggs. And, yeah, and you don't want to stress them. Yeah. yeah. But one thing about um, why people really like fishing with me is because I pull plugs out of my drift boat, so I know where all the fish are, exactly what rock, what pocket. Wait a minute. You pull plugs. What are you talking about? Okay, when you're in a drift boat. Mm-hmm. So you you, let, you have, sink the boat? What? I don't know. <laughs> no, you have uh, two, two rods that are rod holders in the front of the boat, and they're about eight feet. And then you put uh, these plugs are about like you know, anywhere from three to four inches. And then they're dancing along. And I'm actually fishing for you. So all you have to do is sit there, wait for the rod to go down. And it's the best way for salmon also. And then you just take the rod up, and it's all up to you at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. But because I do that, I know what, you know, like what rock, what yeah. pocket. Mm-hmm. So instead of like when you go fly fishing and you work the whole run and waste all your time, you know, casting, you know, practicing your casting is what I call it. Yeah. I'll take you just right up to the rock and tell you to cast behind it. Well, Frank and I agree on this. We've talked about it numerous times. No matter how good you are of an angler, when you go to new water, hire a guide. That's right. 100%. <laughs> well, even if even if you just do it for one day, yeah, uh, because there's certain such a thing as, um, you know, they certain rivers and fish and are attracted to different colors and different lures, and you know you need to know where the fish are because a lot of fish in the water, but not all the water has fish. Yeah, yeah and usually you only have a few days of fishing, and if you just go up there and willy nilly, oh, you could be eventually you. you'll find it, but. I'd rather hire a guide for a half day or a full day. Then I know some spots that I know there's fish. I can go back and fish the whole run. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I'll I'm telling my secrets. I should shut up. <laughs> well, that's what I do. We always hire a guide, and I never tell them I'm a guide because then they'll see me. They'll see me and my husband the next day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then I'll beat them down too. Also. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we've only got about thirty seconds left. So, uh, if you want to now, if you want to now, you guide um, hunting, fishing, um, pretty much whatever anybody wants to do. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, well, you know, depends the time of year. Uh, mostly I fish up on the Sock and the Skagit up in northern Washington off of Mount Baker, and then I do the Peninsula, which is Forks, which is the Soldac, okay. the Ho. The, and oh. that is, was it the Fishing Goddess? Yeah, the Fishing Goddess. It's you know, just like fishing and then G-O-D-D-E-S-S. Yeah. Okay. All righty, uh, .com, thefishinggoddess.com, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Angie, it's been a real pleasure. Hopefully, we'll get you on again real soon, and uh, maybe when the fishing picks up again, we'll get uh, take your cell phone on the boat for you. Okay, well, you guys have a great day. Thanks, Angie. Thank you, Angie. You're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com. Listen to all you want. Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar, Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have our host, Frank Selby. And Frank Selby's going to introduce someone that he knows that I've been talking to a little bit. Fascinating, fascinating. And his name um, is Mike Gary, and he's with an outfit called Healing Waters. And what we'll do is we'll let uh, Frank take over, and you guys can talk about uh, Healing Waters and Mike Gary. Yeah, Mike, uh, 
I, Greg invited me up three times while he had it. I could never make it up there. But one of these days, I'll be knocking on your door. It is the most beautiful place that you would ever visit. Am I lying or am I dying? Mike? <laughs> Uh, no, and, and thank you for having me on. Uh, I would oh, say no. if we look at Twin Bridges and the fishing that we have in our area, it's like going to heaven without dying. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also do a lot for uh, um, uh, Trout Unlimited. You also do a lot of vets. Well, yeah, have a lot of great short guys. Answer is, I, I hope yes. we do. We feel, you know, we make a living off of uh, Montana's natural resources. And from our end, if we want to maintain those, we feel an obligation uh, to engage and to participate in trying to keep the rivers and the water that we have uh, that we feel are enviable to everybody else on the planet. So for us... Uh, Trout Unlimited is the single best advocacy group that I know of that uh, addresses habitat and water and, and, and trout. So they, they supply the vision, and at times we supply the manpower. Yeah, yeah I'm a member here in Newport. And, Mike, can you tell us uh, what healing waters means and a little bit more about uh, your operation and if somebody wants to visit with you, then what are they going to be doing? Absolutely. Well, the first thing is that if they wanted to see us, you go to www.hwlodge.com. Oh, wait, just, let's slow down. Forget, Frank, or, or Mike, stop. Forget the W stuff. It's uh, What is the email address? Or the website, I mean? Yeah, hwlodge.com. H-W, Healing Waters. So H-W, Lodge, like L-O-D-G-E, uh, hwlodge.com. Is that what you said? Yes. All right. Uh -huh. Well, that's, yeah, we could get that figured out now. You're rattling it off, and I was confused. <laughs> okay. So, so how many right. the guys do you have at the lodge? We can handle 17 to 18 people. So we have eight rooms with two queen-size beds in one room with a king-size bed, and uh, when we have a full house, that's 17 to 18 people, but we prefer to run about half of that, thinking that if we have, if, we're, if we've got a full load, uh, maybe we're missing something, we're missing the intimacy that we'd like to establish with our customers. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and so a typical trip, you would go up, well, first of all, how do you get there? Uh, fly into Bozeman, Montana, mm -hmm. where we can get a range of shuttle to pick you up, and we're 90 miles west of there. Okay. But uh, where we are geographically, and the reason that we attract people from all over the planet, is we are able to fish the Big Hole, the Beaverhead, the Jefferson, the Madison. We are in the heart mm. of the Ruby Valley. Wow, that's oh, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A ton of private water that we're able to access, and so we start in April and we'll end sometime in October. But there's always some kind of fishing available. Mm -hmm. Oh, but you're. Yeah, are, but I are, just, are you open year round, Mike? No, uh, April first to October thirty first. Okay, so you're on vacation now. I beg your pardon. You're on vacation now. <laughs> No, he's working now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm motivated by a, a huge mortgage that leaves me uh, paranoid uh, and a little bit desperate. So we're we're constantly on the road selling trips. So I was just in Nashville last night at an Orvis store, and I'm finally heading home. I'll get back to Twin Bridges sometime tomorrow. Uh-huh. But we, we live off the model, the hungry dog hunts best. Yeah. So yeah. we're at Does Greg come up? looking for new customers. Yep. Does Greg come uh, up and visit you once in a while, or is he just now just sitting there playing golf? 
No, uh, Greg is planning on being here. Uh, I think the month of July next year. Now, I don't can't remember. I think this uh, year is here. Uh, for like so I book my time in July next year. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give you a call after we're off the show. But uh, if you're anything like Greg Lilly, you got to be a, a great, great person. Uh, you know, Greg has always, to me, represented the high bar of outfitting. Yeah. He had an enormous amount of integrity. He was very knowledgeable. And he was, uh, if if Jimmy Stewart was a fly fisherman, he would have looked something like uh, Greg Lilly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the Lilly's has been around the Montana for a lot of years. This is, uh, I think, the third generation. And what is the affiliation with him, Mike? Greg is uh, the one that started Healing Waters Lodge. Okay. Yeah. And so he started in 1997, and they sold it to a family from South Carolina. And from t- and then Greg worked for me on the Smith River, which is uh, oh, 150 miles north of the lodge. Mm-hmm. Now, now I know where I knew you from. <laughs> yes. Have you ever done the Smith? Yes, I have. I, I, I guided out of West Yellowstone when I was a kid. Bob Jacklin guided for Bud, and I guided for John across the street. Oh, okay. So I go, I go to Montana all the time. Every year I tried. This year I heard Bud, Greg. Uh, I tried to get a hold of Greg. I couldn't. I got a hold of you. Uh, Bob Jacklin retired this year, I heard. Mm-hmm. I know that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah got the oh. hold of Bob. If I said that, Bob would kill me and yeah. him. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, what? Mike, uh, give us an idea. Uh, everything that you're talking about sounds like uh, mainly trout, but I suspect there's some steelhead in there. And and uh, what is it? You know, you you like one, two, three fish that you go after. Well, where we are, we're on the east side of the Continental Divide. So unless steelhead can high jump over oh, the rock, okay. <laughs> we deal in trout, and we have brown trout, cutthroats, rainbows, brook trout, and those are the species that we're after. Mm-hmm. But whitefish gets up, on the line a lot ahead. of times. <laughs> I beg your pardon? I says whitefish get on the line every once in a while, and they're still a lot of fun to catch. Okay. Whitefish are, are are kind of some unsung heroes. They've, you're right. If you get a tug on the line, there's a thrill that gets conveyed right to you. Before, if you could spray paint a whitefish silver, they, you'd, you'd think you'd have a bonefish on the line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, do you uh, do you drift? Do you fly? You do both. You do conventional, um, and if you're if you'd like to fly fish, but uh, you know you've either never done it or you've had limited experience, uh, can you go up there? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We supply all the all the fishing equipment somebody needs. We're uh, strictly fly fishing, but we have all the gear, and then it doesn't matter anybody's skill level. If we were going to measure somebody, all we want is to have somebody with a, a high fun level, and that's what we can provide. Okay. And by the end of a couple of days, they'll have enough skill to yeah. start catching fish on their own. Well, the other thing, people that never tried fly fishing, you know, they saw the movie. We know what that was. And you see this beautiful, beautiful long cast out. But, you know, that's that's fly fishing, but it's not... Necessarily, I mean, yeah, if you, you know, you can just uh, fling a line in the water and uh, um, and just kind of let it float across the bottom, and you don't have to always cast it, you know, 90 feet. You can sometimes 10 feet's plenty. Oh, I, I agree with you. In fact, I, I don't know too many, uh, actually too many fishing guides that would be advocating casting 90 feet of line. If you can get 10 to 20 feet of line out, you're in the ball game. Mm-hmm. So this this is accessible to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it is for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, the Even amazing thing about young kids is... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I had more fun when I was guiding with 10, 9, 
to about 15-year-old boys and girls, they could throw a line about 30 feet, and they thought, oh, i got to cast twice. I said, no, you're in the strike zone. Just let it drift. And sure enough, they'll pick mm -hmm. them up 90% of the time. Kids are, have that unbelievable luck. <laughs> well, something. <laughs> well, their, re their reflexes are probably quicker also. But uh, we've only got about 30 seconds left. But uh, let's go one more time, which is Healing Water, so HW Lodge, like where you stay, uh, hwlodge.com. And uh, check it out. Yep. It's time to start getting your reservations for next year. Oh, thank you very much. Just so I wish the best best to both of you and hope to hear from you soon. Okay. Well, we really appreciate that very much, uh, Mike, and would, you know, it'd be, be fun. And if you get bored up there in the wintertime and you want to talk to us, we'd be more than happy to hear from you. Yes. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. You guys have a nice day. All right. Okay. You we'll too, be talking Mike. to you shortly. Okay. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. If you didn't pay attention earlier, give an email to John which is my name, John, and then just put uh, at three words, fishtalkradio.com. We're sending a bunch of stuff out, especially if you listen to us on Sirius, we'll double the price. So give us an email. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and, of course, our host, uh, Mike Shelby. Um, and we have a very special person and a very special product. We have Jeff Patterson, and he has something to do with fishing reels. Jeff, we've been spending a lot of time talking about fly fishing on the radio so far today. 
Great. But we haven't talked about equipment. <laughs> well, I guess I can help with that a little bit. Okay. A lot. Well, we uh, a couple of things. Um, I think that people, fly fishing is growing so fast, but I think there's still people that are a little bit apprehensive. Uh, first of all, you know, I, I, you know, <laughs> you don't want to put me with a fly rod near any tree. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, and you can. I remember fishing up in uh, in uh, in a Bishop Bishop Creek, and uh, you know, the 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 creek it wasn't much longer than the than the fish than the, than the fly rod. And all you got to do is you know just uh, take. Uh, um, you know, line and, you know, put whatever you think is going to work off the bottom. And it's something that looks like a grub or, you know, that's a fish eat off the bottom. And just let it float down the stream. You don't have to throw it, you know, 50 or 90 feet. No, you don't. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of uh, flies in trees to this day. Uh, however, um, there's lots of ways around that. Um, gosh, even standing in the middle of a river with mm-hmm. some waders or a stream, uh, you're right. I mean, most trout aren't caught very far away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to hard to keep a tight line with a oh, yeah. fly line and leader 70 feet away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that reminds me of a story. Uh, was in, uh, you know, it wouldn't have been much, but I was visiting some friends up in Alaska, and we were in, uh, I think it was along the Kenai River. And so we were, you know, just out, you know, in about two feet of water and, uh, you know, with fly rods. And, you know, you throw it out there, and these dang salmon were swimming between your legs. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's, and he, it's you know, his, not always as difficult as it's made out to be. Well, sure, his, you yeah, his, you got to control your line. But. His, his fly was a, a little piece of orange yarn on a, on a hook. <laughs> Just whacking him. But uh, so it can be as complicated or uncomplicated as you want it to be. Dow, hey, Jeff. Go ahead. Jeff, uh, you came out this year or last year with the new lines, Able lines. Uh, who, uh, how are they going, and are they perfectly matched for my Able? Uh, the new, the new line of reels that we came out with. No, the lines, the fly lines. Nope, we haven't come out with any fly line. We don't deal with fly lines. I swear, I, I swear I've seen able fly, uh, fly lines. No, we have a, a new line of reels that we came out Oh, no, no, Frank, that was, that was Abel Martinez. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just seen the Abel on it when I was flashing through Abel. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, why. It could have been Abel Martinez. <laughs> no, you know what? We really focus on our core, which is fly fishing reels and accessories, stuff that we make mm-hmm. in our own factory here, uh, which is now in Montrose, Colorado, uh, yeah. where we also make the Ross product mm-hmm. line. Um, yeah, I like I. Well, you know how long I've been an able fan since mm-hmm. the beginning. Ninety-eight uh, percent of my reels are able. <laughs> well, I, I still mean, have you know a how couple. Long I've worked here too, Frank. I I started in the <laughs> early nineties, probably right after you in this industry. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, things have changed a lot, but one thing that well, hasn't is uh, just our focus on made in USA products and, and doing them ourselves. Uh, and they are the best. Well, the, Jeff, let me make a couple of quick comments, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, again, we're talking about people that are just maybe getting into it. So, I mean, you can buy, you know, a fly reel for 20 bucks. You know, it's just a spool with some line on it. Um, or you can spend, uh, you know, 500 or $1,000. Sure. So what, what I'm wondering is there's, there's no point in buying anything, no matter what it is, if it doesn't do what it's designed to do. So, and the other thing is, is that when you do buy something of quality, um, you find out that when you amortize it, um, it's cheaper than buying the cheap stuff. Well, yeah, and and the cheap stuff, if it doesn't work, it gives you a, a bad experience and bad impression on things. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. So can you can you give us a little bit of an idea about well, fly reels, but in particular yours? Um, you know, talk about does it need a drag? Um, you know, what type of drag, um, what type of materials, what is it you're looking for that uh, kind of defines 
a, a more of a quality reel, not necessarily the best, but a quality reel from something you probably don't even want. Well, there's there's different mindsets and there's different types of fishing. I mean, you can use a click drag system, which is generally lighter and a little bit more simple for the majority of your trout fishing. Uh, you know, we're not t- talking about trying to stop a big tarpon with these things. So, you know, we make a new line of reels called the Able TR. It sells for three ninety five. And, uh, you know, we make it in a 2-3 and a 4-5 weight setup, which covers the majority of trout fishing. Then we have a 5-6 larger size we're going to introduce in the spring as well. So that covers just about all of your trout fishing. It does not have a drag system that you can adjust like our, the real lineup that Frank's familiar with. We've always kind of had our backbone of cork drags for Abel. Um, I love now, them. the last few years, we've made uh, sealed drags. So they are completely sealed, and there's no maintenance ever required on them. It's just kind of to each his own. I, I heard a great analogy from a friend of mine, Ross Purnell, that uh, is the editor of Fly Fisherman Magazine. It's, it's like so, he put, uh, oh, the idea of a big, heavy drag system as opposed to putting a whole bunch of steak sauce on a really fine fillet. It's like it's not necessarily something you have to do. Um, there are conditions that require it, but uh, there's, there's something to be said about a nice, simple, paw-click type of drag system that you can actually still use your palm and, and put a little bit of heat on there to, to catch even, you know, 25-inch trout. It's it's fine, but it's, it's also great to have that ability to adjust the drag and keep that tension on the fish uh, with a drag system that is smooth and isn't going to break them off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's different trains of thought on what you want to do, and none of them are right or wrong. Uh, it's just kind of what's up to you. Generally speaking, your Paul Click reels are going to be a little less expensive than your drag system reels because there's not as many aspects to the design or the drag itself. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a, a Paul wire to keep John, it over spool. a minute ago you were talking about the Bishop, I have a yeah. little able Paul drag, and I'm not saying how old it is, and I have caught up to 32 Well, let's put it this way. Right. I assume it's not as old as you are. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> uh, but it is excellent real. Kind of a re-engineered version of that one you're probably talking about. I mean, we yeah. sold thousands and thousands of that that original TR. But um, now this new one is just, you know, things change. Machining improves, designs improve, and uh, today's TR reel, it's it's a large arbor compared to the standard arbor yours may have been. And and while that was an awesome reel in its day, it is a great reel now, today's is, you know, it's 20 years ahead of it. Mm -hmm. uh, Let me finish. the Paul drag on that reel is just as strong as the day I bought it. <laughs> I don't have to put my hand on it to stop it from uh, when I'm casting. I, so I, I believe you. If the able reels are like the old Timex watches, they just keep on working no matter how long. Yeah. And I. Uh, and anybody that doesn't believe it, buy one and 30 years later, buy it again. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Jeff, uh, we talked about that you don't, ma- you don't manufacture fly line, but you can't do much fly fishing without fly line. Uh, can you give us some ideas, suggestions, you know, the backing, the line, the tippet? In terms of uh, manufacturers? No, about, you know, what is it you're looking for? You can mention manufacturers. Well, well, you know, fly line differs so much from different just uses. Your standard yeah. mono in that it's it's a tapered line, unlike conventional fishing where you're you're putting a weight at the end of some monofilament. Uh, a fly line is tapered, so you're throwing a weightless fly at the end of the day and using the line to do the work for you. Um, so it, it's a little more complicated, and there's several types of line. I mean, your traditional dry fly line is, you know, what they call a weight forward floating line. So the, you see the whole thing floating on the top of the water, and, and about 10 feet away from that is your fly. In between the fly and the fly line is something we call your leader, and the leader just attaches to that fly line. And the very end of the leader is what we call your tippet, which is usually the finest part of the whole setup 
ideally so a trout or whatever fish you're going for doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit too, more to it than just tying a hook on the end and a bunch of weight and, and sinking it down to the bottom. It's a little more technical, but that also kind of gives you a, a more fun experience mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day. I mean, you can catch a 10-inch trout, and it feels like you're catching a saltwater bonita in some there you cases go. on a regular there you rod. Go. Well, that's the thing is, you know, when you're uh, if you're fishing for smaller fish as opposed to, you know, game fish, um, you know, when you match the equipment to it, it's just as much fun. But uh, the other thing is the other end of the line. Heaven forbid you get a fish on that runs and it takes all your fly line. Then what? Oh, I love that when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> well, then on your fly line is something they call the backing. The backing, you're going to throw oh average of 100 yards of backing on a trout reel. Mm-hmm. So the backing is something that connects to the fly line and goes all the way, you know, in, until the end of the, the backing itself that connects to the middle of your reel. Mm-hmm. So most fly lines run anywhere between 90 and 100 feet, mm-hmm. and then you've got another 100 yards of backing, so uh, okay. in most cases, well, it's, it's Jeff, more than 100 uh, yards out, you're in trouble. Uh, we don't have any choice. We're up against a break. Would you mind hanging on for a few minutes after we come yeah. back? Sure. All right. Well, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and don't forget what we said about getting free stuff. We've got a, a trader chest full of stuff. Uh, get in touch with it uh, at uh, John um, at fishtalkradio.com. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Welcome back 
to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby, and our very, very special guest, Jeff Patterson. Uh, apparently, Jeff, you've been with Able Reels for you know more than a few years. Yep, quite a few years. It's uh, it's been a fun ride. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's one of the best. Yeah. Well, as I said, I remember not to remember they started, but uh, years and years ago when the, the uh, um, military um, was cutting back, and a lot of the suppliers that had these fancy NCR machines that weren't using them all the time. So there's a couple of p- people that are still around now that started using this uh, fancy equipment to start building fly rods, and that's kind of how you guys started, isn't it? It is. I mean, our first official year of business for Able was 1988, and prior to that, we were a machine shop making parts for aerospace companies. Mm-hmm. And then as that industry kind of dried up and got a lot more competitive, our founder, Steve Able, was already a lifelong fly fisherman. Mm-hmm. He made this reel for himself as a hobby off the bat and uh, turned it into uh, you know the first really great production yeah. reel that uh, dealers could so stock. They, they, take, uh, they, they take a, just a, um, a stock uh, a bullet a billet of uh, very high-end aluminum, and they just keep drilling it and cutting it until uh, they end up with one piece of extremely strong, rigid material that won't flex and won't wear out. Uh, it's it's true, and, and having a drag system that can back it all up. You know, we were really kind of known as the premier blue water type of fly fishing reel. And, you know, back in 1992 is when I started, and coincidentally when a river runs through it came out mm-hmm. and just blew up the fly fishing industry. However, we were already kind of known as the premier mm-hmm. uh, saltwater reel, as I said, and that okay. was kind of an unknown back then. There were a very few people saltwater fly fishing okay. because well, most reels couldn't handle it. Let's switch gears a little bit because we only got about a minute left. Uh, you were talking about the backing, and you use about 100 yards in backing. What do you normally use for backing? Oh, there's different types of backing. Um, there's thin diameter uh, types. There's Dacron. There's mm-hmm. Micron. Those are just different names, but it's mm-hmm. basically nylon type of backing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're saltwater fishing, you need somewhere you know, you upwards go. of two or 300 yards. Yeah. I mean, I've had Mako so shark take you, me out 500 yeah. yards so, before. Yeah so, yeah, so you want to use that uh, uh, strong uh, uh, microfiber. Um, one more quick question. What was that? Oh, <laughs> Able Reels. Well, you don't just have Able Reels. Tell us a bit about uh, the company and what else you sell. Oh, well, Able Reels acquired Ross Reels about five years ago, and Ross is already a, an outstanding product with a great tradition. They actually started back in 1973. So when, when Able picked up the Ross brand, it was a company with a rich history that maybe needed a little bit of uh, renewed love in the engineering side of things, and uh, it, it formed to be a great partnership. In fact, Abel relocated its machine shop and headquarters to Montrose, Colorado, where Ross Reels was, and we still are here. We're actually mm-hmm. building a brand new factory wow. here in the city of Montrose uh, for both Abel and Ross. Mm-hmm. We're in about a 20,000 square foot building now. This new one's going to be 41,000. Good Kevin, you guys must be selling some fishing reels. We are. We have more than doubled our business since yeah. 2015. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to go. But let me just make a comment. My understanding is we talked about the difference between what works and what doesn't work, and how much you got to spend. Uh, Ross is uh, a quality reel, but it's not as expensive as the Able. So does that sound about right? That does sound about right. You okay. know, and, uh, functionally, they're very similar. They're made on the same machines. Mm-hmm. Able just kind of takes it to the next level on the hand polishing, anodizing, and, right. and hand painting that okay. we do for the, the well, finished book. Well, Jeff, we enjoy having you on. We're going to do it a lot more often. And uh, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Make sure you send an email to John. Three words, fishtalkradio.com. John at fishtalkradio.com. We've got a treasure chest of stuff to give away. If you're listening to us on Sirius, we'll double that. 